and welcome to Mash Mouth, a podcast covering every single episode of the hit 1970s sitcom, Mash. I'm Ethan. And I'm Vanessa. Vanessa. Uh, today, I wanted to tell you all about uh, how this doing the show has ruined my Google and YouTube algorithm. <laughs> tell me, tell me. <laughs> I have gotten nothing but some hot recommendations to watch these, like, mash compilation videos of like people from even i've clicked one of these i've been trying not to watch them because i don't want spoilers as (laughs) insane as that sounds (laughs) people have been posting these as like recently as a few months ago and it's like driving me wild because a (laughs) it does mean that there is still a an active fan base for this show yeah and B, it means that they're they're using YouTube and making some hot shipping videos and whatnot, <laughs> uh, which oh, just no. brings me joy. Uh, I love that the show is so old, but still, uh, still kicking. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I honestly, I feel that because me too. I can't remember for the life of me who it was, what the name of the channel was, but we'll link it in the description of this episode when I find it. But there, I think I sent it to you. There was this doctor, like an actual doctor, who was analyzing scenes of MASH and being like, this wouldn't happen, like, in a hospital (laughs) setting. Like, this could never, ever happen. And I thought that that was so funny. And I I love it. I love that so much. And not only that, but (laughs) I've been getting videos. And this is how I know people are young and watching MASH, because I've been getting video recommendations of, like, mash scenes that butter my biscuit stuff like that <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. this is literally one of the compilation videos that i came across <laughs> oh my god it is so funny and i'm like i'm trying not to click on them too because i'm trying not to like watch the show out of order anymore <laughs> and i'm just like recalling all of these scenes like i don't want to get them messed up in my head but i have been i have been watching them i'm not gonna lie <laughs> you know me i've been watching just a lot of like animated stuff lately and like you know when you watch that just on youtube you get a lot of those like fandom compilations yeah. so it's the same energy that like these 15 16 year old kids are putting into like making weird edits to like cartoon episodes <laughs> yeah to doing like a mash and i think it's so funny and i hope that it never dies uh shout out to uh this really great video essay on mash by the channel lady knight the brave great content creator very good video if you're looking for some mash video content i love that video that video is what introduced me to her channel and i think that all of her stuff is great yeah we should link her video too she like i watch that video all the time so amazing it's so very so good. good it makes me feel things <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to get into this episode yes i would like to get into this episode i really like this one this one was very cute for me This episode is called Love Story, and Radar receives a Dear John letter from his fiancée that he apparently had the whole time uh, telling him that she's dumping him. Radar is quick to recover when a new nurse, uh, Lieutenant Anderson, uh, arrives at the unit, and Radar is immediately smitten. Uh, But it wouldn't be an episode of MASH if Margaret and Frank weren't immediately trying to ruin everyone's good time. Vanessa, what did you think of this episode? 
So I really enjoyed this episode. I had it was very actually reminiscent of last week's episode that yes. we recorded. Um, I was gonna mention that. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it a little bit, but it, it was. I was like, did they just really recycle this part of the storyline again, where they're trying to get people to go on dates with somebody, like pity dates? I was like, really again. <laughs> So last week, I I said that this episode would work a lot better if it was Radar going on the date with, uh, I forget her name, the the girl in that episode. Oh, Eddie. Edwina. I'm sorry. <laughs> the title episode. Uh, literally the title of the episode. But yeah, last week, I said that it would work better with Radar being the one instead of Hawkeye. And then this week is all about Radar developing romance. And I was like, okay, so this is last week's episode but kind of redeemed, like kind of done properly. And it's much cuter. And I really liked it. And I also really like how this one is just called Love Story. It's a very early run title to call your episode. It's just like, it's Love Story. I don't know. Leave me alone. Like, it's not complicated. <laughs> it's like, whatever. <laughs> Disclosure, I guess. Every MASH episode I look up on Wikipedia and apparently our finest is, resource engine <laughs> this is this should be in our trivia section but i don't really have a trivia section again spoiler for this episode but apparently that's a title of a movie that came out the same year that the mash movie came out and they kind of just oh. it was like an inceptiony kind of it's a thing. reference not just a very basic title yeah um but i really liked this episode too i thought that it was i did think that even like the pity date stuff kind of worked better. And I guess we should kind of get into why it was Hawkeye and Trapper were trying to get these nurses to go on pity dates with Radar. So you had said that Radar received a Dear John letter, but we realized that it's not really a Dear John letter. It's a Dear John recording. And they mentioned Which that in the episode. is insane. Like, okay. So Radar is feeling down in the dumps and they don't know why. And like he even screwed up his his paperwork. And Frank at one point, like early on before they know that it's because he got dumped, was like, oh, well, he's just like gold bricking. He's like trying to get out of the army. He's trying not to do his work. And immediately I was like, it's radar my man like he's the <laughs> glue that keeps this ship together yeah he gave him no credit at all and i thought that was like even too far for frank birds to be like ah radar's not pulling his weight around here meanwhile like if radar was gone for a week the entire camp would collapse. Yeah, I thought that was very unfair of Frank, but Frank's an unfair person, so we just, we hate him in this episode. So Radar receives this physical vinyl record of his fiance again, that he apparently just had this entire the time. The entire time. Yeah, and it's her breaking up with him, and you hear the guy who she's breaking up with Radar for also on the recording so apparently they just all know each other and of course radar's supposed to be like right out like of high school 19. yeah so apparently like you can infer that it's all these people that radar knows he lives in a small town etc cetera, etc cetera. and so he's really just really sad and really upset about it and it was so upsetting to see i was like oh poor radar first of all can you imagine getting a breakup letter or whatever from your significant other on a physical 16 inch vinyl record no <laughs> i can't be 
insane. Like, do you keep that? Like, is that a piece of memorabilia now? Like, I guess in the 50s, people were more inclined to throw out uh, records. But now, vinyl is such like a collector's item that I just imagine Radar, like, 50 years in the future, his kids are going through his, like, record collection and they find this 16-inch record. (laughs) They're like, oh, what's this, Grandpa? Or his kids, whatever. And he's like, oh, that's my fiance breaking up with me. <laughs> you want to listen to it? Yeah, honestly, honestly, that was so crazy. And I noted down when I was watching the episode, I said, is this the 1950s version of like a voice memo text? <laughs> <laughs> because that's really what it felt like to well, me. I when- think it's because he's in the army. Like instead of sending him a telegram or something, they sent him a vinyl record. I guess so we could hear the fiance, like yeah. that kind of thing. But still, it was insane to me. <laughs> also, his fiance calls him Radar on the on the recording, which I thought was very funny. Uh, because it implies that that's just his nickname from high school. Like not <laughs> something that like was discovered on base or on camp or anything. They've just been calling him Radar. His entire life. Yeah, I I actually missed that. That is really funny. I didn't even register that his girlfriend from back home, like in high school, would be calling him Radar. That's actually really, really funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it's something that they didn't think about, like, just writing the episode. They're not gonna, like, they could have called him Walter, because I believe that's his real name. But it's just funny to think about his nickname, following him for the entirety of his life. (laughs) So what do Trapper and Hawkeye do, of course, but to try to get his mind off of this heartbreak that he has? And they are trying to get the nurses now to go on a pity date with Radar, which, if everyone remembers, last week's episode was the nurses trying to get the doctors to go on a pity date with one of their friends who was a nurse. And I was, like I said, I was like, why? Why this again? (laughs) Well, this one worked so much better because A, it wasn't like this crazy sexist thing. Like nobody went on a sex strike this one. They were just like, hey, (laughs) please. Radar's a nice guy. Like he's he's a cute little man. You'll have a good time with him. Yeah, it was it was definitely less egregious than the previous episode. It wasn't like kind of gross, but I thought it was still I thought it was still a little mean. It was a little like weird to see it back to back. <laughs> yeah, not only that, but then still like it was still mean to have to pressure people to go on pity dates with someone. I that that's a that's a hill I will absolutely die on. And not only that, but then of course Hawkeye is trying to get these nurses that he is smitten, also smitten with, to go on these dates with Radar, and then he ends up, like, seducing them. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, Radar will do this and this and tell you all these wonderful things, and then he just starts making out with her, and she's <laughs> like, what about Radar? He's like, oh, Radar who? Like, that that bit worked for me. That was a good bit of Hawkeye charm that uh really was quite funny. <laughs> yeah, I did, I... I thought this was actually pretty cute that they were trying to do it um, because it wasn't like 
it really wasn't as mean-spirited, I feel, as last week's episode. It was less mean because they were just trying to help their friend out and they weren't trying to yeah. pressure anybody. So it was like cool. Yeah. But then we get the introduction of Lieutenant Anderson, who is adorable, by the way. Oh my gosh, she was so cute. She was just a little redhead again. Yes. I like well, We have an infatuation with redheads, obviously. <laughs> So she shows up with another nurse who is apparently either just visiting to help out or is going to be there permanently. We don't really get why they're there. Um, But as soon as she comes, Radar is helping her with her bags and sees her and is just like absolutely right off the bat just sees her and falls in love. It's it's the cutest thing. And I thought that Gary Berghoff was so adorable in this scene where he was like so infatuated with her from the moment he saw her. Yeah, I really liked Radar and uh, Gary Berghoff's performance in this episode. Mm -hmm. This was our first, like, real kind of highlight of his character. Yeah. And that he is just kind of a sweet little guy, and he just means well, and he's very, like, innocent. Oh, it was just very nice that he just immediately is like, ah, love that girl. (laughs) And I love that the conflict for their romance isn't, like, that she's too beautiful for him or anything like Mm -hmm. it's that um he has to act smarter than he is because (laughs) she's really smart and i thought that was very like cute and funny and very like genuine like of all the things Mm -hmm. to pretend to do to get a woman like pretending you've read tolstoy and (laughs) listened to bach because she likes tolstoy and bach like that's Definitely in the more wholesome end of things. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But to kind of put context into that, so Hawkeye is kind of introducing himself. And I really liked when Hawkeye was introducing himself to Anderson that she was very much like resistant to his quote unquote charm and his like Hawkeye ways because she had heard about his reputation. And she was like, she basically was like, yeah, no thanks. Like, don't try it, dude. (laughs) That's when Hawkeye kind of finds out that she is this really well-read, smart young woman. And I I loved that. And so he takes that information back to Radar and is like, listen, you got to be smart for her. She's going to expect you to know things. (laughs) Which, you know, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But I thought that it was really funny when they were like, they were coaching him. I really loved that scene. What did you think about it? Yes, this whole bit where they're trying to teach him just random phrases to sound smart that like mean nothing. When they actually go on a date, he just parrots back without really thinking (laughs) about it. Um, I thought it was very cute. It reminded me, and this might be a weird connection, but I've been watching a little bit of Seinfeld and just like the way he went about this it was kind of like a more well-intentioned george costanza like (laughs) on seinfeld george will just from the episodes i've seen i have not seen a lot uh will just kind of like say things and do things because he thinks that the things he's supposed to say just the way it kind of worked it reminded me a lot of that character but without like the cynicism of (laughs) seinfeld yeah it was very wholesome Yeah, I was going to say that is like this whole thing was like pretty cute and pretty wholesome. I really liked it. It was a very sitcom-y kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely like an old sitcom too, because obviously, you know, don't you don't have to change yourself for someone to like you and all that kind of stuff. But that is very much like an old kind of sitcom 
thing where it's like i have to impress this person that i really love by being exactly like what that person likes and whatnot because everyone wants to date a version of themselves (laughs) (laughs) but it is it's really sweet and so i do have a story though (laughs) to like get a little bit sidetracked i told you this so when hawkeye and trapper are coaching radar and then subsequently when they're sitting at the table and Radar is kind of trying to like put the moves on Anderson. Hawkeye says, Oh, when she mentions Bach, just go, Ah, Bach. And it's like, it's played in a really cute way. And of course, Radar kind of fumbles it because he says it at the table and she says, Okay, what about Bach? Like, what does that mean? Because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense in context. The story relates to the Ah, Bach. So one time, this is a really quick story. One time I was driving and I saw someone's license plate say, Ah, Bach. And I was like, oh my god, that's from MASH. (laughs) Uh, See, it's everywhere. People are still fans of MASH and it makes me happy. (laughs) Ethan, I cannot tell you. I freaked out. I literally freaked out. I was like, no, that's from MASH. And then I looked it up later when I got home and I was like, is this from something else that I just don't know about? And... It wasn't. It, like the only thing that came up That's was really Abba from Mash. Oh my god, it was oh, hysterical. <laughs> if I ever learn to drive, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have my license plate be an ultra obscure, uh, like reference to a single episode of television. That's very funny. I love that story, and I loved. I just love the way he put his hand up and it's like yes. ah, but. Like, it was so just cute. completely not even registering what it like he doesn't it doesn't even seem like he knows who Bach is yeah he's just like that's the thing I'm supposed to again very <laughs> very George Costanza-y but like nice and like well-meaning yeah it was honestly it was so cute I loved it and what I really loved also in this scene I thought Gary Berghoff's acting was fantastic in this where he's tripping over his words and he's stuttering a little bit and it came off so genuine as it like he really felt like radar just really nervous in front of this really cute girl that yeah. he likes i loved that so much i i no, applaud because you could easily do this and have it feel like i don't want to say cringy but i don't know any other other word but it could easily feel like just uncomfortable yeah um but it this felt just very sweet um it wasn't like played for look how much of an idiot radar is it's Mm -hmm. played for like look how much he's trying this (laughs) this whole episode he's just trying yeah it was very nice um but i guess unless you have something else to say about this little moment we should also talk about kind of the like the thing that becomes the rest of the episode which is Frank and Margaret, mainly Margaret, trying to interfere with this uh, budding romance. We can definitely get into that because that was so... I was so irritated at, at that, at this plot line. Although I liked it better than other ones, I was still so... I was like, why? Do we have to do this again? Really? Because they more or less solved the uh, the radar romance. Like, it's kind of done halfway through the episode. And then the rest of it is Margaret is mad that Radar is dating Anderson for, like, no good reason, and they even point out the hypocrisy in her. (laughs) Like, I understand her character not wanting her nurses to be 
What am I trying to say? I don't know. I think you, what you mean is like, well, I think we've mentioned it on the show before that Margaret, at least for me, like my interpretation of Margaret's character, why she's like such a stickler for rules and stuff is that she doesn't want her nurses kind of distracted by the doctors and the other guys. Like they're there for, you know, to provide aid. They're there on their own volition because like we said, there's no compulsive draft for women to join the army. So... You know, she wants them to be doing what they're there to be doing, and she doesn't want them distracted. But meanwhile, that's a very generous interpretation of, like, early Margaret, I feel. But this is just, like, straight-up hypocrisy, because she goes to Henry, and she says, look, like, Radar's an enlisted man, and Anderson is an officer, and there's army rules, apparently, that say that enlisted personnel and officers can't have relationships with each other, and it's like, okay that like that's what you're gonna be mad about really plus not only that she was like she told henry she's she says put an end to this affair and it's like okay they had lunch together like i really don't consider that an affair with two other people at the table (laughs) and like barely flirting too like radar again was fumbling hard it wasn't like they were making out at the table. Like, it wasn't extreme or anything. They were just literally talking. And if you were five feet away, you probably wouldn't understand what was going on. Yeah. But they acknowledged that Margaret's in an affair with Frank. Yeah. And, like, that she's just being a hypocrite the entire time. And... It's the worst kept secret ever because they keep she keeps trying to be like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. But literally everyone knows about it. So, yeah, this one was was kind of frustrating from yeah, for sure. the antagonist point of view. Like it didn't really have a valid reason for them to try to stop this relationship from happening. Other than to be annoying people for the episode. Yeah, I have to agree. Like, it was just like, okay, yeah, great. Sure, there's this one rule and that's what you're going to really harp on. Like, really? (laughs) So then Hawkeye says to Henry, he says something along the lines of like, I would like to see what would happen. Like, if someone tried to break up her and Frank or something along those lines. And basically, to get back at Margaret for being kind of a jerk hawkeye and trapper make sure that her and frank can't have sex for the next like couple of days like two weeks or a you know about that time and that just whole thing played really really funny to me because usually i don't like when hawkeye and trapper really kind of like tried to exploit margaret sexually almost and it didn't come off this way in that kind of prank and I really liked that. This time it was pretty justified because it was making her uh, live in the world that she's trying to have Radar be in. Yeah, exactly. They're making her stay true to her word, which uh, is a much better kind of vengeance. Yeah, it's like, here's a taste of your own medicine. And yeah, that's it was what I completely mean. justified. And I feel like you don't get that a lot in the early episodes. A lot of the stuff is not really justified all that much, but this definitely was. Again, a few episodes back, they they stole Frank's blood for for no good reason. (laughs) But also, I noted in this episode, they drug Frank yet again. We're 14 episodes in, and I think they've drugged Frank at least twice at this point. Like, that's crazy. (laughs) Because Frank is getting ready for for a day with Margaret. He's putting on aftershave. and. Surprise, surprise, it's not aftershave. 
it's chloroform. <laughs> so he, he puts it on his face. He sniffs his fingers. And he's just like, oh, no, and collapses. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, why not? Why not just chloroform the guy? This, <laughs> this, yeah, we've already stolen his blood. Like, there's nowhere they can go. This is only season one. I yeah. really want to see how these... uh these pranks evolve and get more and more outlandish because we're already pretty much at the the peak of uh, insanity with what they do to him. <laughs> I also felt like this was kind of a done plot line. Like I said before, I feel like we have seen this at least three different times where they're like messing around with Frank and Margaret to get them to be like, okay, we'll back off or okay, we're not going to do this anymore, whatever it is. But this one was like actually kind of funny. It might not come across in like what we're talking about, but this is one of my favorite episodes we've seen so far. Like I had such a good time watching this one. I laughed a lot. It felt funny and sweet and like very sitcom-y. Yeah. And on like a lot of episodes... There wasn't anything that I noticed that was like, maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. No, this one was uh, pretty much all good, uh, and I, I had a good time watching it. Yeah, and at the end, uh, like it kind of culminates into Margaret and Frank being like, okay, like that's it. Like we're so done with these two, and so Frank pulls the covers back because he thinks Margaret's in her tent, and so he pulls the covers back on her bed, and it's. <laughs> Hawkeye and Trapper in Margaret's bed and I laughed so hard <laughs> which is so funny I love I love those two <laughs> and then Margaret comes really back do. into her tent and she's like oh I've had it with these two and then she looks and she's like what are you two doing in my bed and for me at least it seemed like Loretta Swit was trying hard not to laugh in that whole scene and it just made it that much funnier for me Oh, it was it was so good. I loved it. Yeah, this was a really good Hawkeye and Trapper being goofballs little <laughs> moment. They're just in bed together. And when Margaret is like, what are you doing in my bed? Hawkeye just responds like, oh, well, the first one's too soft and the other one's too hard. <laughs> like he's Goldilocks. They played this very, again, this is a very cute episode. This This thing that they did... Other than chloroforming him was like <laughs> cute because they're just like lying in her bed, not doing anything, just looking at them, being like, "Hey, we're here." Yeah, they were basically like, "Okay, like here it is. Are you guys going to back off or not?" And so, of course, Margaret is like, "Okay, yes. Like I'll let the romance between Radar and Anderson happen, and I'll back off of Henry, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Yeah, and then that's basically, honestly, kind of where the episode ends. We do get a little bit of an ending with uh, Radar and Anderson at the lunch table again. And Anderson's just going off about like the super smart stuff about Bach and whatever. And Radar's just sitting there with like his head on his fist, like he's listening very attentively. Uh, But he he actually fell asleep. (laughs) I thought that that was so cute because to me that showed that Anderson kind of knew that Radar didn't know what the heck she was talking about. Like, she definitely saw through that whole thing. But she liked Radar's company so much that she was like, oh, well, like, he's just just a cute guy. guy. Yeah. So I really liked that. This episode was so adorable. It's a very sweet episode. (laughs) Talking about it, I definitely liked it more than when I watched it because I was still getting those vibes from last week's episode i feel with the whole like kind of like forced date thing i was like why are they doing this again but i really enjoyed this 
more when we talked about it, actually. Yeah, again, last week did not work at all. This week was, like, the good version of last week. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, just pretty much in every way, uh, which I think we, we did say that, like, Whenever we get a bad one, there's usually a good one mm-hmm. right next to it to balance it out. And I think that's very funny that these two episodes parallel each other so much. Yeah, um, I agree. Because it's literally basically a redrafted version <laughs> of last week's premise. And it's pretty funny. So I don't really have any trivia for this episode. So do you have any favorite one-liners or anything really that we haven't discussed yet that you want to talk about? My absolute favorite line from this episode was when Margaret says, like, okay, I'll back off. And she's like, all right, get out of my bed. Hawkeye is like, all right, one more thing. Who's this man in bed with me? <laughs> and she's just a little little game that... Uh, Trapper and Hawkeye play together uh, while, while lying in Margaret's bed together. This is probably my favorite episode for them just being like absolute goofball shenanigan yeah. people. Their chemistry together is so good. I love <laughs> Hawkeye and Trapper. I know that you are partial to who, who comes after Trapper, mm-hmm. but like... Honestly, man, I love Hawkeye and Trapper so much. I think they're such a great duo. Yeah, they definitely feed off of each other so well. And you can really see it in this episode. I definitely agree with that. My favorite line, I had two favorite parts of this episode. One, my favorite line was when Hawkeye said, Frank, can you stop being so true red, white, and blue so early in the morning? And I thought that that was so, so funny. I laughed so hard. And then my other favorite part was when Margaret leaves Henry's office and she salutes him and Henry salutes her back like almost compulse like a compulsive thing like just to salute and he gets his hands stuck in his uh like fishing hat and I loved that because I'm almost positively 99% sure that that happens way more than just this episode like it happens more than more than once throughout Henry's run in this show it's so funny he always wears that fishing hat always and uh i i really love that they they like acknowledge the prop and have it be a a factor (laughs) so just to wrap up we'd like to give thanks to jacob for your for being our technical consultant vanessa's sister melissa for awesome cover art our music and social media are linked in the description and lastly we'd like to thank you our listeners until next time listen to your favorite box symphony Goodbye, farewell, and amen. Bye, everyone.